What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping the 9450, code name WBB. I'm your host, Daniel Artes. I got Kate out with me. Kate out, we are back. Season two is in the building. You already know what it is. I'm happy to see you. I know you did it by yourself last time. What's up, bro? What's, what's cracking? Yo, yo, what up? What it is? What's popping? What's going on, DA? It's so glad to have you back. We are here. We're here. Season two. So I can't wait to get started. We got an excellent show for you guys tonight. So let's go ahead and get it popping. The WNBA yeah. season is starting. So, yo, this is an exciting time for basketball. Let me tell you, a very exciting time for basketball. So let's. Yeah, facts. It's definitely an exciting time for basketball. And, and we are here. And we are really just, this podcast is really, it's going to be really dope. We have our players to watch the list. So we have 13 players from all 12 teams in the WNBA. And we're just going to talk about our plays to watch, for real. So let's just get right into it right now, KDOT. First player we're talking about is Natasha Cloud, a.k.a. the mother shooter, my favorite player in the W. I am really looking forward for the shooter to have a breakout year this year, right? I love her underdog mentality, her dog attitude. And like I said, she's my favorite WNBA player. But seriously, just seeing how good she really is, right? When we've seen her play in Athletes Unlimited, we've seen how she can affect games by either scoring, passing, and rebounding. Sometimes you see a game where she's doing one of those, right, really well. And then sometimes you see her do all three in a single game. But her defense, that's what always stands out. She just does not take plays off KDOT. She's the type of player you need to have that championship run, brother. Yeah, so what, what strikes me about Natasha Cloud, and, and, and shout out to, to Tosh, she graced her presence on Christina Williams' Women's Sports Wednesday on last night, and that was an incredible conversation. So... What, what strikes me about Natasha Cloud is that her relentlessness of just being the, the best player on the floor definitely strikes me. And I think that looking at looking at her and, and her expectations this year, of course, she says she's definitely going to up her pressure defensively because they, they feel like they, they have. And when I say they, I mean the Washington Mystics. They have a, an incredible... Uh, unit coming in both offensively and defensively and I think their identity is going to be uh, predicated on their defense this year as she as she talked about but what's going what's striking me is that what we've seen from her in AU I definitely feel like will will translate and because what happened in 2019 with them winning the championship and not necessarily being able to prove themselves um, to repeat, I think that's still weighing on her and she is going to do whatever it takes as the point guard, the starting point guard of the Washington Mystics to make sure that they're competing um, at a high level this year. Um, so I think that, again, offensively, she's going to definitely up her game and she says she's the shooter. So you better not go under the screen this year. She, she said that. She said, and I quote, do not go under the screen because she will make you pay. So I think that with her having that confidence offensively this year, I think that the Washington Mystics, they're going to be a, a huge problem. And hopefully she proves us right in this in this regard. So um, I'm very excited to see what she has in store for us this year. And 
what's what's killing me right is we're talking about natasha cloud but she got a she got a backcourt mate that came through from japan and of course i want to just talk about rui right quick because in the olympics like she was just simply phenomenal so and she picks up 94 feet now natasha says she's not going to really pick up 94 feet but she's going to put that pressure on you once you hit uh, half court so imagine that type of dynamic when you got those two in the backcourt defensively they're going to be menaces for you so going back to natasha cloud i think she's going to have a, a definite a definite standout year i chose her as not necessarily my breakout player but one of the players that you're going to need to pay attention to and is going to be a must watch because i don't feel like she's a breakout player per se i just feel like she has um, increased her game. She's upped her game and she's going to show everybody why she's one of the deadliest point guards in the league. Yeah, I agree, man. And I, I, like I said earlier, I really just love her attitude and how she approaches the game, man. And um, she's, she's a pro's pro and, and kudos to her. And also you already know what it is, man, with, with Tosh and, and, and keeping it 9450. We got some things brewing, but we will leave that. I mean, for y'all imagination and stuff like that. But let's move on, though. And we we got to talk about Jackie Young, right? Like, this this season might be the dawn, K-Dot. This might be the dawn of a Jackie Young breakout season, for real. And I think that as a, a former number one pick, as talented as she is, like, she's really due for it this year, right? Last year, she had a career year across the board, career highs in points, rebounds, and assists. And even in Australia this season, she had an amazing, amazing year. She led her team to the WNBL finals. She finished third in, in league MVP voting, and she also won team MVP. I'm thinking with this new coaching hire, with Becky Hammond coming into the fold with that new offense, I think that Jackie will or should be taking on a bigger role with this new look Aces team, right? She does everything the team needs on a game-by-game basis, whether it's offensively or, or defensively. She's she's really the glue type of player that you need. But also, I know that she can be way more than what she is. So that's why she's on my watch list, Kata. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I definitely agree with that because with Jackie Young, you look at all of the improvements that she's made since her rookie year. And I think a lot um, goes into that. So the biggest thing that I feel like is a huge improvement, and this also goes to her teammate, Kelsey Plum, is that she was able to be a part of 3X3 internationally. And I think that that helped out with her coming in in place of Katie Lou Sanderson, who got injured. And it, it really helped her from a half court standpoint. People, a lot of people from a basketball standpoint has to understand something. So when you're playing three on three, three on three allows you to understand the geometry of the floor. That's offensively. And that's also defensively. So when you're talking about the, the, the G, the, the geometrics of, of the floor, understanding different angles. And I think that with Jackie Young, she started to understand a lot of angles defensively and it translated into the 2021 season. That's why she was able to increase her, her defensive efficiency. And also on the offensive end, she was able to understand and pick her spots on the floor because she understood just the metrics of what the floor is and where she can get to her spots. And Everybody knows as a basketball player, if you can get to your spot, 
and you got that sweet spot on the floor and you have a high percentage shot with that spot, then the sky's the limit. And I think with Jackie Young, um, she can definitely do that. Now, with the dynamics of what we're talking about in regards to coaching change, right, I think it won't be defensively where she improves, of course. It's going to be offensively where she improves. And that's where that four-out-one-in system is going to, going to come. And I think that she's going to definitely look at getting a lot of her shots off the ball, just different back cuts coming off of different screens, whether it's a down screen, elevator screen, whether it's using the, the, the depending on what position she's playing, if she's the two, the one, two pick and pop or one, two pick and roll, trying to exploit different cross matches in order to get to her spot on the floor. I think that she's going to definitely have one of those years where she continues to increase in, in points. So one thing about Jackie Young that that I always loved is that Jackie Young didn't buy into the pressure of the quote unquote outside noise. She just continued to improve every year, even with her being a number one overall pick, of course. Right. Everybody knows that the number one overall pick is supposed to be one of those franchise altering players. And she did. She just didn't buy in to the to the negativity, if you will. From a, from a number one overall pick standpoint. And she continued to stay the course and she's going to continue to stay the course. And I think she's going to have uh, another career. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. I think that she's she's going to make it happen this year. Let's move on to, to the Connecticut Sun, right? And we got to talk about Letitia Heidelman. And last year, she was one of my favorite players to watch, right? I think that she's definitely earned a bigger role on, on, this, on this Connecticut team. She she was shooting a smidget <laughs> under under 40% from three, right? I think that she definitely brings value. Like, I really love the way she competed, playing her role off the bench really well at times, right? And I was for sure expecting her to be a starter now that Breon January went to Seattle, but they brought in Courtney Williams. So bringing in her definitely stopped all that. But I still see Natisha playing big minutes off the bench. I think that she's, like I said, she's confident in her play. Coach Miller trusts her, and I'm really looking forward to a big season from Natisha. What about you? Yeah, I think that, of course, with Connecticut, they're always in that conversation. And Natisha Hodeman, the way she played for Connecticut during the regular season last year, it was just crazy. Like, it was it was phenomenal. She was able to lead um, – that second unit night in and night out. And even if she had the chance to start, she was able to do that as well. So I think that Natisha Heidelman is going to continue that upward trajectory. And I think with the addition of Dijon Carrington getting some more playing time, in my personal opinion, I think that 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 dynamic in the backcourt will be something exciting to watch. So Natisha Heidelman, I, I think that there's going to be kind of like a, a different look because Kurt Miller, Kurt Miller has some options there in the backcourt. Yeah. From a scoring standpoint, right? Because you can't leave, you can't necessarily leave Natisha open, right? Especially if you have like, let's say if you have a lineup in the backcourt um, and let's say three, three guard set of Natisha, Courtney Williams, and let's say, uh, Dijonay, or even you can throw in Jasmine Thomas there. Like, where do you go, right? The confidence level in, in what Natisha 
showed to us last year is definitely going to hopefully, you know, translate into this year. So with her, I think her points per game goes up a smidget. Honestly, even with Courtney Williams back, I still think the points per game will go up a smidge because they're going to definitely need her, especially how the rosters are kind of shaking nowadays, especially the first two to three weeks of the season, especially when everybody is coming back from overseas commitments and everything. Um, she's going to see a lot of big minutes, whether she's starting or whether she's coming off the bench. So she's definitely going to have a, a great season. Yeah, yeah, facts. I, I like, like you said, I, I, I think that she is too, man. Like, she's definitely one of my favorite players. The fashion, the swag, everything. She, she, she a problem, man. But let's move on to actually. Now, remember, we supposed to be talking about twelve players from twelve teams, but with this team, we got to talk about two of them, okay? And with Dallas, we got to talk about Owaka and Charlie, bro. And like I said, I know we picking one player from each team, but we have to switch it up real quick. And the reason why. Is because with, with Charlie, and we're going to start with Charlie first. I'm really looking for for Charlie's evolution in year two, right? And in the highlights I've seen from preseason, obviously they need to do better. W, come on now, show preseason games, please. Thank you very much so I can get more, a, a better assessment of players, right? But from, from this preseason, she's looking like she's ready to take that next step forward, right, in her game. I think that she's, she's playing more confident. I think that going around the block in year one as a pro, especially as a five, taking those bumps and bruises, getting that experience on the fly will definitely bode well for her in year two. Coming out of college with no pre-draft process, you're just being thrown in a fire. It's tough as a center to transition into this league, right? And I believe that that transition from college to pro at the center at the center spot is one of the toughest things to do, right? Because there's no, there's no night off in the WNBA when you're playing center. This is not like the NBA where it's, it's, it's guard heavy now, right? You have the Liz Cambages, the Asia Wilsons, the Brittany Griners when she returned, John Quill Jones too as well, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I, I just want to see how Charlie plays this season now that she has that rookie year behind her. The game slows down a little bit. Now she's in that professional routine and things like that. So like, well, what's your thoughts on I think with with Charlie, it's a unique situation where I would like to see the the value of her versatility. I, I think that with the year under her belt um, last year, especially without training camp because we, we were in a COVID year, mm-hmm. I, I think that did allow kind of like a step back in her improvement and not be able to look at the full repertoire of her game. I know that Coach Vicki Johnson, she's definitely a diehard in, in playing vets for sure. And you did get to see Charlie Collier a little bit last year on different lineups, especially the first game against the Sparks. Yes. I think that she had a, a pretty good game. And what I what I want to see this year is all of her experience in her first year, hopefully translating into her second year and seeing some more versatility in her. What, what's interesting about the, the roster, right? There was a trade that happened prior to, to training camp where Tierra McGowan was, was acquired. And I'm very, very interested in looking at the, the, the dynamic of three bigs in Charlie, Tierra, and then you also have a walk. Right. So that's going to be interesting. And of course, a walk is someone we're going to talk about lit- literally in a few minutes. But with Charlie, 
I, I definitely want to see that versatility that I that I saw when she was at Texas because she does have an outside she does have an outside shot. I, I want to see that a lot more. I want to see if she's improved um, on that outside shot. I want to see some more uh, physicality from her as well. So hopefully we get to see that, and hopefully she you know has a great year. Yeah, and 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 as far as the walk goes, right? Like I'm really interested in the in the leaps she's taken from year one to now, right? Because like, I follow her overseas, and she had a great year, right? Double double, I think she averaged like 17 and 10. And from what I've seen so far, like she looking like a different player, right? I see the confidence is there. I see she uh, improved her ability to get to the basket. Her three point shot has improved as well. Like I think that. Well, listen. I've already been convinced that she's going to be good. I mean, when I first when I first seen her and I was scouting her when she was incoming and, and things like that, I just think that with her, it's just more getting stronger, getting more experience. And I think that, like, the sky is really the limit for me for a walk, bro. Yeah, so walk is such a unique player, right? Facts. Because... I like that she has the guard-like ability in her ball handling, her shooting, her decision-making, right? Of course, we didn't get to see a lot of that with Dallas. You were able to see it when when she was overseas, right? But I think that because it was such a short turnaround last year, we we were just unable to see the full full potential of what Awak Queer could just bring to us and i hope that we get to see that dynamic playmaking the ball handling the shooting the passing and of course the dynamic defense so i i want to see that this year and i hope we get that because we went on a tangent we we went on a tangent like we we were very very convinced last year that a walk was the was one of them ones and because we weren't able to see that during the during the season on last year, I'm really, really hoping that we are able to see it this mm-hmm. year. I think that Dallas is incredibly talented. Yeah. Incredibly talented. And and Awak is is one of those players that can definitely hopefully put a dent in into that lineup. And I can I can just see it, right? I can see a lineup of let's say Ty Harris. Enrique, Marina, Izzy, Awak. Now that is a running, shooting, like clinic to me. If you put a lineup of that magnitude on the floor, yeah. Ty pushing the pace. You gotta guard Enrique because she can. She's a flamethrower. You gotta guard Marina. She's a flamethrower. You gotta guard Izzy. Like Izzy is a bucket. And then with Awak, like. That I think that you can, I think that you can run different sets, um, even five out zero insets with, with that type of lineup. So I hope that Wack able to, you know, get her increase in minutes because she's definitely a dynamic player. Yeah, I agree. Listen, my heart is on the walk, man. She's just, a, she just, she's just dope to me. So like. I ain't losing hope at all, ever. <laughs> now, nah, but let's move on real quick. Let's talk about Asia Dura real quick. AD, my bad. Let's talk about AD. I know she changed the name and stuff. And I think that, honestly, to just keep it short and sweet, I think that we are just happy to see AD back on the court, right? Like, COVID really took a toll on her to the point where 
We didn't think that she was going to come back. She didn't think her career was going to continue. I mean, she lost 32 pounds during her COVID experience. It's crazy, right? But I know, also know that once she's been clear, she's, she, she went back to work. I mean, getting back on her bag. Personally, I don't have no expectations. I'm just, I just want to see her in game action again. I think that she was really good at Louisville. And maybe she gets back to that form. And maybe not, right? But at this point where she's at right now, like that's a win in itself, bro. Yeah, I'm just waiting to hear her her name called, whether it's in the starting lineup or whether it's her coming off the bench. I, I, I'm just anticipating her name being called and she's stepping on that floor and hearing the ovation because it's definitely going to be there. That New York is definitely ride or die for their players. And I also want to hear the roar when she makes her first bucket. So I am very excited to see AD back. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you have to. Like, I'm very excited to, to see her back. I'm very excited to see that her. And it was funny. I saw a picture of her and Hangzhou. Mm-hmm. And Hanju, she actually grew another inch. Like she, she was six nine as a rookie. Now she's like six ten, like six ten and a half, something like that. It's crazy. But there was a picture of her and Asia Dur, like from their rookie year to now. Yeah, that dynamic, that that quote unquote dynamic duo is back. So I'm I'm just glad to to see AD back in uniform. Just looking at looking at her media day photos and and all of that great stuff i mean it's definitely great to see her back and hopefully she can come back to a form where she's definitely in her bag and i just can't wait to see it so yeah know, congratulations on being back yeah exactly congratulations johanju is a what 610 yeah yeah she said that <laughs> i saw that i saw that she she grew another she grew another <laughs> inch like, god dang that's damn. crazy yo we, we, I don't want no parts of her in the low post. In the low post, she's gonna hook. She's gonna hook me all, all the time. I think I do think I can make her a better player though. Is coming into the dungeon one time and come 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 show you some things and stuff. I definitely make her into an all star in two years. Definitely, give me a chance. Come on, Liberty, hire me. Let's go. My resume speaks for itself. I cre- I create champions. Facts. <laughs> Ask anybody on the Fever 2012. Now let me stop. <laughs> um, now, but let's all right. Let's move on real quick, right? Like, we we got to talk about Kennedy Carter, right? Right, Kata? We do, right? Definitely, right? Okay, cool. I mean, hold on. It, it wouldn't be it, it wouldn't be a show. It wouldn't be a show, right? Ken- it wouldn't be a show without talking about Kennedy Carter. Come on. I'm going to tell you this, all right? For everybody that's listening, wherever you at, damn them concerns, okay? This one right here is one of the ones. This one is a flat-out hooper right here. And I think those days, whatever, whatever happened, I think those days are behind her. I think that, listen, as a former basketball player myself, right, as a player that, that – challenge authority or whatever you're losing my cool getting kicked out of college and stuff like that even in the pros right just for transparency i got into a situation in germany and i can't go back to play professional basketball in germany no more right because i got into a bad situation right and i just think that with the privilege of being a pro basketball player that privilege being taken away from you it might have put in things for her in a different perspective, right? Maybe with this off time, she's growing as a person. We've seen her working on her game when she was with uh, Angel McCartry, right? Before she, she, she left to go play in Poland, right? I think that this move that the, the Sparks did could be the still of the summer, right? Because she's just so skilled flat out, right? She, she just has to play. 
She has to stay on the grind and just keep the main thing, the main thing, Kata. It's just that simple, right? And I, I know the eyes is going to be on her this season because of who she is and whatever happened and stuff. But I think that this season, she's going to show everybody why Kennedy is back. I think that she has a lot to prove. And when you have, when you, when you are that type of player, when you have that, that type of fire in you to show people that you back, man, the, the world, <laughs> the basketball is your oyster, man. And you could, she going to have at it. I really believe it because I, I see it. I see her attitude. I, I, it's like, it's just, it just feels like it's just it's just like how I was, man. And just just being how I was and then having the game taken from me and, and, and things and to actually get another chance to go play. You feel me? It's going to be on because you're going to cherish that because you don't want to lose that again because you lose that again might be done. So you don't want to go through a situation like that. Like now we don't know what happened, but we've seen the videos and stuff and we are keeping it in 9450. So we do keep it on the court for the listeners and stuff. But I'm just sharing my experience. I kind of see the parallel. You know what I mean, with, with what I, with me and, and Kennedy. And I think that she's going to have a big, big season. Yeah. I think that Hollywood Carter is going to definitely have a, a huge season. I think that, a fresh start in a, in a new place and of all places, Los Angeles is definitely something that is going to be very exciting. I myself uh, definitely love her game. I've always loved her game since Texas A&M. I think that the dynamic scorer that she is, is going to relieve a lot of the LA pressure especially from last year, I think they have a good combination of solid guards offensively and defensively. And of course, with Kennedy, she's definitely someone offensively that will take a load off NECA and and Liz on on certain possessions. She's one of the ones where if you need a bucket, she's going to provide that for you. And she definitely looks good in the purple and gold. Like she, she definitely, she definitely looks good in it. And the personality you've seen her at media media day. She, she was very vibrant. She was relaxed. She was happy. And I think that all of that will translate on the court and I can see her having a, a real good high scoring year if, if it comes to it. So with, with Hollywood Carter, as I, as I love to call her, she's definitely going to have a dynamic season and is definitely going to be a, a, I wouldn't say a revenge season, right? But I'm putting her in the realms of Batman, the, the mass vigilante who's doesn't take, you know, no for an answer and is going to just get at you at every rate. So, I think that this year she's definitely going to have one of those seasons where you're going to look at her numbers and you're going to be like, there's no way she's putting up these numbers after not playing in 2021. There's, there's absolutely no way. And I think that is going to be something that the LA, LA sparks will definitely need. And I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I agree. I agree, bro. I think that like, this is, this is the season for her, man. I wish we was doing predictions. Cause I, I, I think that she's going to be an all-star. I really do. Like when she plays, she produces. I think in what 2020, she was averaging 18 a game. I think it dropped to uh, last year, but she only played 11 games, but it dropped to like nearly 15 a game. But that was due to certain circumstances or whatever, right? Like she could flat out play, simple as that, right? And another play we're about to talk about that can flat out play is uh, Gabby Williams. 
All right. <laughs> for for a di- little s- disclaimer, I'm pretty new to covering WNBA, watching all these teams, right? So I didn't know the fuss on, on Gabby Williams. Like, I'm really new to the Gabby Williams train. I've never seen her play as a pro in the NBA, right? I mean, WNBA. But what I saw in the Olympics, KDOT, she can flat out play. She was really good in Tokyo and um, in Europe this season too as well. Like she won a yearly championship and the final four MVP for uh, Sopron uh, Basket. And, and I cannot wait to see how she meshes with this championship roster they have in Seattle. I just think that like the Sparks had her. And when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why did the Sparks didn't just hold on to her real quick and, and have her with that team, what they got over there in, in Los Angeles? Why would you let that type of player go over there to Seattle that's already a freaking monster, right? Like, I, I just want to say to Gabby Williams, I'm so sorry. I, I did not follow you prior to my commitment to covering <laughs> the WNBA full-time. I apologize. KDOT, yo, son, listen. She is, we got the list of one of them ones. We don't have her on the list. We got to actually add her to the list as one of them ones. She's one of those ones, for real. Yeah, Gabby is a bucket. Bucket. I, I will put her on I will put her on the committee for the mid-range mafia. So many different moves that she can, so many different array of moves that she can get where she can get to her spots. And her shooting is actually something that that kind of separates her from from a lot of other great players within within her her position as well yeah i I think that with gabby williams she's had a trying past what two years if you will or just year um if you will call it that going from chicago to la and then la to to seattle but i think that that gabby she she's actually taking that in stride I, i i saw a few of her her reactions to to all of the news and she's definitely highly motivated didn't take any slight to anything that happened she just jokingly basically just said like where am i playing <laughs> but it's it's very good to see a player of her stature take that in stride and just say what well, it doesn't matter where i am i'm just gonna flat out play and give you buckets no matter what and mm-hmm. um that's the right attitude to have She's the perfect fit for uh, the Seattle Storm, and I think that she's going to have a definite uh, dynamic season. Like I feel like even with 12 teams in the league, there, there has to be one team that wins it all, right? But I'm just excited, of course, for all 12 teams, and Seattle is one of those teams that I'm very, very excited for, even though I still have a gripe from, from that draft. I'm not going to get into that. But Gabby Williams, definitely going to have an incredible year she's going to be that piece that jewel lloyd um brianna stewart and and sue bird they're, they're going they're going to need her they're definitely going to need her and i think that she's going to um, come through and serve buckets for sure yeah i agree i cannot wait like that's one of the plays i'm watching like a lot this year because like i gotta catch up like she's super nice super nice bro like all right, let's move on. We're going to talk about Angel McCartry real quick, right? And, and and with her, yo, injuries really suck, right? I don't think that injuries should happen to legends like Angel, right? I still think that she has more than, more than enough in the tank 
to contribute before she calls it a career, right? High IQ player who has a voice in the locker room that gets that respect. And I think that she's going to have her moments this season when the offense is, is falling for her and everything. Because one thing about a scorer, they can still score. Maybe not 20 a night, but she will be getting buckets. And I have a friend in New York named Isaiah, right? I call him, I nickname him Leaky Roof because he gets buckets. Like Angels is, is a part of that elk too as well with the way with the way she scores and everything. So like, that's why she's on my player to watch. I want to see how she comes back, I mean, from, from the injuries and how, and how she's going to play as this loss of athleticism. And I want to see how the IQ works on the court. Yeah, so so with Angel McCartry, right, of course, she's going to be coming off of an ACL. I think that with Minnesota, what's funny about the the roster makeup of Minnesota is that it gives Angel a chance to actually kind of come back into form and maybe you'll see a glimpse of old per se but there's going to be certain lineups where you're going to look at angel and you're going to say oh my god she's she's coming back so i think that with with angel she's definitely going to have a a magnificent year i think with the the roster that they have, it's it's a roster that is definitely built for Angel McCarthy type player. And she's definitely going to um, help the, the Minnesota Lynx continue that consistency, hopefully, in, in being championship contenders, let alone sustaining their their stake in, in, in the playoffs. So I thought it was a surprise, honestly, that she did decide to go to Minnesota versus either staying in either staying in Las Vegas or going back quote unquote home to uh, Atlanta. But I think that Angel is definitely going to have one of those great, great comeback seasons um, because I think this year is, is the year of the comeback for everybody, but especially for Angel, I think she's going to have a, a pretty good year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree too. And I, I hope that, you know, she stays healthy and stuff too. Right. But we gonna move on to our next one. And this is the only rookie. On, on this list, on our plays to watch list, this is the only rookie. And we're going to talk about the Henny goddess, the Henny goddess, Destiny Henderson, which is, I ain't going to lie, my dark horse for rookie of the year. She's my dark horse. And I'm going to tell you why she's my dark horse. I think that she's going to make teams pay for passing on her, right? She's a first round talent. Let's just, hands down, let's just be honest. There's, there's nothing to debate. You know, she has landed in the best situation in Indiana as they're starting this youth movement, right? She's going to play. And she's going to play a lot of minutes. And of course, it's going to be a learning curve and growing pains. But that's you playing point guard. It happens, right? But I'm betting, KDOT, by the all-star break, Henny will be in stride, man. And I think that she'll be front runner for rookie idiot. She's my dark horse. She's going to scare a lot of teams, man. They're going, she's going to make a lot of teams wish, like, hey, we should just take a chance on her. Yeah, and I'm very high on, on, on Destiny Henderson because I, I truly believe that she is one of those guards that just can demand the floor and demand both the offense and a defense. I think that with, with Destiny Henderson being in Indiana, right? I think that it helps her tremendously because the youth movement is there, right? She has a, let's, let's just talk about South Carolina right quick. She has Tiffany Mitchell there. 
that will definitely guide her and, and show her how to be a professional, of course, with her being six years um, in. So I think that with, with Destiny, like she's the learning curve is definitely going to be quick, right? Because she's going to see a, a lot of minutes, whether she starts right now or whether she starts after the All-Star break. It's not going to matter. She's going to see minutes regardless. Now, there was a preseason game where she took 13 shots. As a rookie, a second round pick taking 13 shots in a preseason game, like that's that's a lot to that's a lot to to talk about. I mean, like, and, I, and, and and to be honest, and she, well, she shot two for 13, right? Who cares? Right, Who right. Not nah, and that's my point. That's my point. My my that my point is that for her to actually take that th- that amount of shots, no matter no matter if she was two for 13, no matter if she was 11 for 13, she took 13 shots. And that tells me that the youth movement, the trust, the process type situation in in Indiana right now is definitely in full effect. And I think that she's going to be leading the way. That's, that's really the point I was trying to make behind that. Yeah. Facts, facts. Um, when obviously the the brain trust out there in Indiana, definitely trust her. And it is what it is right now. The youth is in, they're going to, I know what they're doing though. They're trying to get a lid next year. <laughs> they're trying to get a lid next year. That's what it is. Oh, I like that. We're trying to get a lid next year. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. A lid next year. Hey, that's going to be our new song right there, K-Dot. <laughs> nah, but uh, we got to move on to this one too, right? Now, yeah, I put a finals MVP on my players to watch list, right? And we're talking about Kalia, mother loving Kampa, Chicago Sky, right? She's a finals MVP, a champion. And the reason why I put on this list is because I also think that she's a superstar in the making. And I want to see her take that leap when she returns to Chicago, right? Like the game and the attitude, she has it all. And I really, I'm expecting big things from her in the 2022 season. We've seen how she played last year, especially in the playoffs, man. Like she was, she was big. She was big. And, you know, you had the Vanderquigs and Candace Parker, right? And, but... Kalea just came in and just took that. It's my team now. Let's go. And I just think that the talent that she has, like she could really take that leap to like superstardom and be like one of the faces of this league and stuff. Yeah. So what's going to be very important because KFC, a.k.a. Ka, was one of my players to watch when we spoke about her on last night, right? And what's going to be very important is for Kalia Copper to make sure the moment doesn't like overshadow the achievements, right? So what I mean by that is I don't want her to put so much pressure on herself that she has to do what a lot of people expect her to do this year. And that's be a breakout superstar, right? I want the game I want her to continue to play her game, but I also want to see what improvements even from last year. Um, And let's just cut it all away to the playoffs because she was incredible in the playoffs and in the finals. But I want that. I, I don't want that kind of like unwanted pressure, but I also want to see the, the increase in dynamics of what we've seen in the playoffs, in the finals, and have it translate to this season because 
you have to remember the Chicago Sky, they have another finals MVP on their roster this year. Facts. So even though we want to see her and she's a player to watch to have a breakout season, yeah, I want it to be within the realms of what James Wade is providing to the team. And that is the same thing where he made the right adjustments at the second half of the year and going into the playoffs and finals. And that's allowing Kalia Copper to be herself on and off the ball. So I think that she's definitely, in my opinion, going to have a, a breakout year. And hopefully we will get the opportunity to, to see her shine consistently throughout the season as she did in the playoffs and finals. All right, we're going to move on to our next player, right? And I got Diamond DeShields, bro. She's another player I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, she's on my watch list. And I just think that I was pretty surprised that Chicago easily just let her go like that. But the business of the WNBA, the numbers game, it gets crazy, right? But I want to see if Diamond can get back to her, her all-star form. And I think that Phoenix is an amazing fit for her, right? Like she's going to a team where she can contribute right away, who has a mix of veterans, young players that can still contend I mean, for a championship. I know with the Brittany Griner situation, everybody else think otherwise, but I think they still have a championship roster, right? And I think that for Diamond personally, like she's in an amazing position to make her impact on that team, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, with Diamond the Shields, of course, that, that was my big surprise. I, I knew that she would not retain her spot, right, her decision. Yeah. In, in coming back as a restricted free agent, of course, I, I knew that it, was, it wasn't going to be a case where she would come back just because of the emergence of Kalia Copper, right? Yep. But the, the new scenery in Phoenix and then a championship level roster in Phoenix, I mean, that definitely does it make, makes it a lot better for, for Diamond Shields. And I want to see Diamond Shields definitely break out into her own. What's going to be very, very exciting is that she will have Skylar Diggins-Smith right there. And with Skylar Diggins-Smith's scoring ability is definitely going to open up some things for Diamond DeShields because I think that it's going to be a problem with them two in the backcourt because you, you have to guard somebody. And with Diamond DeShields, I think that being in this element and then having Tina Charles there as well, it's almost like you got to pick your poison, right? So I think she's going to look at, she's going to have the opportunity to have a whole bunch of open shots and hopefully she takes advantage of all of that. And if she does take advantage of, of it, I think that she can get back into all-star form. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward for her to, to having a good season, good bounce back year and stuff too as well. And well, not a bounce back year, but just a good year overall. I think that she is like, I think that, um, not, not being retained and everything after winning the championship. It's kind of crazy. But like I said, the numbers game and, and everything. But I wish I wish the WNBA would just create enough money on the salary cap to where they could just have 12 players on the team. And then after 12 players, then you go into the hard cap where you penalize in these teams. I don't even think these players, these teams get penalized. It's just a hard cap, right? That's it. There's no penalize where they're paying per dollar, per whatever, how, how, how the NBA does it. Like, it's just so... It's weird, man, to be honest. And I just hope they fix that. They're going to have to figure that one right, right out. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, with me as the, the commissioner of the UFWBA, shout out to UFF Sports, we're mirroring the WNBA format, right? And you're absolutely right. There is 
no luxury tax for the for the cap and it's a straight up hard cap you you're either right at the cap or you're under it and those that's where you're kind of forcing yourself to look at 10 maybe 11 players on a roster versus a full 12 man roster and i think that definitely needs to change and me personally we've talked about it over and over again when we talk about expansion i've always said it you've always said it even before considering new teams let's see if we can just consider expanding roster size which my thing is increasing your your salary cap or even at some point softening your your salary cap i think with the hard cap is just very difficult to keep players and even keep your rookies that you draft is yeah. just it's just a oh it's a cold world out there i mean if you pick eight pick 13 you shouldn't be cut and also these these teams need to start working on their player development right in which means that they should also guarantee these roster spots. Like, listen, like what the NBA do, they do two-year guaranteed and then a one-year team option or whatever. Then you go into restricted free agency, right? These teams got to start doing that. Trust your players. You, you don't know when, I think, who, who just got cut? I want to say uh, Rihanna Davis, right? She just got cut or whatever, right? I'm sorry, yeah. Like, you, you never know. Somebody, they might have a, a bad game one game, right? And then like, hey, what about, you never know what happens next game, you know? It's just crazy just how how it is. You, you, you never know with basketball. They got the best game of their life right there waiting for them, whatever. But obviously, it was like, what you've done for me lately and everything like that. But it's just it's just crazy how the situation is with these, with the roster spots and the, the money and the cap. It's just like, oh, it's just, a, it's just, it's, it's annoying. I, I really hate talking about it because it's just like, it's not going to fix. It just seems like the league don't care, you know? It just seems like the league don't care about nothing and they always pushing back against expansion or whatever. Yo, where's the $75 million at? <laughs> like, where, where is it at? They should be, something got to give. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't, the app was down or whatever. So I don't know if it's going to that. Like, it's just crazy, but I digress. Let's get back on track. And let's talk about our last player, Ari McDonald, right? And we, me and you, we love Ari, right? We do. And, and we, I speak for you on this one, Kada. We cannot wait to see how she plays now that everything slowed down for her from year one. And for y'all listeners, y'all have to understand, like she, like a walk and like Charlie, well, not a walk because she came overseas, but like Charlie, Ari went from the tournament to the draft then being thrown into the fire as a pro. And not only just as a pro, but as a point guard, which is the toughest position to learn and to play as a professional especially as a rookie, right? But now in year two, I want to see how she has improved her game as a point guard. I want to see how she plays at multiple paces, making those right reads, coming off the screens, even watching her players come off the screens, how she delivered that ball, right? Limiting her turnovers. And also I want to see that shot improvement too as well, right? Like I said, we love her. She's really good. I love her competitive side. And I think that she's going to show what she's been working on off season and things like that. That's why she's on, you know, the players to watch list for us, kid. Yeah. So Ari McDonald, I think that from coming from Arizona and having such a um, huge responsibility offensively and of course defensively, coming from that team and then coming into the WNBA, it was something that was very interesting to see last year. And I think that with the improvement, we're going to see a little bit more playmaking Ari with a little 
pinch of her scoring ability. Of course, I would like to see a shooting percentage, of course, go up, but shooting percentage goes up based off of shot selection and the, the right decisions in making good shots is, is going to be key, especially at the point guard um, position. The point guard position, of course, obviously is the most um, important position in the game. But when you're looking at the point guard position from a WNBA perspective, it's one of those positions where is not, I wouldn't say it, it's, it's the most important, right? But it's, it's almost kind of like the most value. The reason why I say this is because you have so many great forwards and bigs in this league. They're only going to get the ball if their point guard is able to put them in the right spots. Now, with Ryan Howard, I think she's more than likely going to be playing guard slash forward. And if you put her in that forward position, I think uh, along with Erica Wheeler at the two, if you do put her in, in small ball lineups with Ari. Erica Wheeler and Ryan Howard, right? I think it's going to be up to Aerie to kind of make those decisions on how Erica is going to get her shots, how Ryan is going to get her shots and things like that. And even how Aerie herself is going to get some shots. So it's definitely going to be important on how she does her playmaking this year. And I can't wait to see it. And I think it's going to be predicated on her defense because she lives and die by her defensive abilities. And if she can put pressure on the opponent offense and able to get her shots off that way, then it'll definitely open up for her in the, on the offensive end, because the pressure from a defensive perspective is, is off of her now because she's getting more of her shots um, just coming off of the defense, as opposed to like trying to get some shots off um, on the half court offense. Yeah, I agree, bro. I agree with you. Definitely. But yeah, we about to get on out of here now, bro. You already know the vibes. Hey, it feels good to podcast with you again, brother. I tell you that much. For everybody that I don't know, I recently had back surgery. So right now I'm just, I'm, I'm grinding, man. I know I'm supposed to be getting this rest, KDOT, but I love women's basketball. So I have to make sure that we, we out here and stuff like that. But I'm not in pain. I got the trauma doll in my system with a little bit of ibuprofen and everything. So I'm just glad to be, you know, back podcasting and stuff and bringing that content with you, bro. Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad to have you back. So it, it, it's definitely going to be a fun season. I personally cannot wait for 2022 WNBA season to start because we got a lot going on. We got, yeah. of course, the, the UFWBA. Shout out to all of the franchise owners of the UFWBA. We're definitely going to have some content in addition to what we got going on with 265 Media. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yo, thank you for listening to Keep It in 9450, codenamed WBB. Don't forget to follow myself on Twitter at the DR Test Show and KDOT on Twitter at K.Lou3H. Also, follow the podcast on Twitter, Keep It in 9450 WBB on Instagram and Twitter as well. I'm Daniel Artest. I got KDOT with me. We back season two. We bringing in more content. We also dropping a daily recap show every single day. We also will be recording our big podcast during the days off the WNBA. With that being said, love is love. Peace. Peace out.